There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. And it brings me nicely to, to Don O'Leary at the Life Centre because, Don, you've been listening to that interview um, and you say if Kay had had access to services at the right time in her life, she wouldn't be in prison. And it links in with what you've been saying about, about youngsters in school who subsequently go off the rails because services aren't there for them. Morning, Don. Good morning, good morning, Peter. And I have looked, and I suppose, look, there's a, there's a couple of things to say, right? First of all, look, all of us have mental health. That's number one. Yeah. Not every children that has mental health issues will end up in prison or end up in a youth detention centre or take drugs. Yeah. However, I have no doubt uh, this, this this woman showed something that's really difficult for us to accept. This woman could have had that for, for her life. We've seen young people with anxiety and it's manageable. But different things throw, throw them. So, our, our system and, and you'd be hoping we're getting better we're not it's built around the fact that you have mental health yeah. we're to talk about it everyone says oh talk to everybody your mental health will be fine it isn't and we don't have the services now what I was saying about uh, schools and what I said about schools in the past is that unfortunately for schools our department of education doesn't see the necessity to have a therapist or counsellor in a school setting they're not providing the funding. What tends to happen is the guidance counsellors are trying to take that on that role. And so we've got training. Yeah. But if we're going to deal with this, then we have to deal with it early. If you deal with it late, you see what's happened to Kay and others have been in that situation. Yeah. That continues to happen. Putting someone into a system because the other systems that are supposed to be providing support are broken, waiting yeah. this is not an answer. And we're absolutely not supporting our children. I hear in your voice, Don, a message that you're telling me, you're not saying it, but I know you're thinking it. The next Kay Barrett is currently a young girl in trouble in school and no one's spotting it. Yes, and worse than that, that young, the parents of that young girl and maybe the school that that young girl is attending have tried unsuccessfully to have this child dealt with by uh, children's, adult, uh, children's mental health, CAMS. Yeah. And unless CAMS is funded properly, 
just never going to catch up. And believe me, you see, what we're hearing is the tip of the iceberg. Because not every child that has a mental health, an anxiety issue or uh, any issue, is even on the CAMS waiting list. Some of them never need anything like CAMS. They just need somebody in, to intervene when they're 15 or 16 who knows what they're doing to care. Yeah, but yeah, but I think, sorry, your, your, my, my issue with that is that at that stage it can be too late. Okay. At what stage would you put that person in, Dan? Unfortunately, I, we need this early on. I mean, I can name, and I'm not going into this though, but we've had young kids, 11, 12, suiciding in this country. Fact. Not yes. made up. Not, no, not no, in no, that. No, it's not made up. No, you're right. There are people who would not like you and me to be talking about that, but it's bloody well true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and look, <laughs> do we hear that every death by suicide is suicide? No, we don't. And I understand the reason for it. And I'm not trying to put parents under pressure. I'm not trying to put families under pressure. They have to live their lives. Unfortunately, though, there are simple steps that can be taken. Instead of having a, 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 a childhood program that in one area you have school, in another area you have mental health, in another area you have addiction, in another area you have this, why haven't we got a rounded system? I mean, kids go into care. They go into care not because they're a danger to society. They're going to care because they need support. However, the number of kids that go from care directly into the ju- juvenile justice system mm-hmm. is absolutely... Sky high. It, it can't be true. It cannot be true. I mean, my belief is that, that sometimes our society decides, and sometimes in the best interest of the child, and this is what makes it very, very hard, is that professionals cannot find the places in, 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 in uh, secure care placements, cannot find it, it, it in the health system, cannot find it in the mental health system, and the only place they're trying to take the end up with trying to safeguard a child is, is in a, a youth detention centre. Mm. Now, how does a child that needs support and has been recognised as seeing support end up in certain uh, child attention? Because I tell you... Don, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask you, my friend, to hold on for me for a few minutes because I want to delve a little bit for you with you for a few minutes into how we might work that rounded system that you're talking about and you might come back to me after the news will you do that I, w- I will of course great no the great Don O'Leary at the Life Centre talking before the news with uh, Don O'Leary at the Cork Life Centre who's been speaking out in the last couple of days about the need to intervene when kids are young and need to put therapists counsellors and those who specialise in things like substance misuse, put them into school. And Don's argument is if you do this, you'll keep people out of the criminal justice system. I'll get back to him in just a sec. Before that, I'd been talking to Claire Barrett, sister of Kay Barrett. And Kay is currently serving a sentence in Limerick Prison. And Kay clearly should not be in Limerick Prison, but she's there because she has nowhere else to go. And Kay has severe mental health issues. And Don was was linking the two with me before 10, saying that, look, the next Kay Barrett, who will end up in prison when she shouldn't be there, that next Kay Barrett is in school. And, and possibly, you were saying, Don, a lot younger 
that than I might think, and they're more like her. Good morning again. Good morning again, uh, PJ. Um, yeah, and you see, look, I, I think we're great at trying to you know fix problems. Um, when it gets to the stage where someone, we have someone now in jail who should definitely not be in the prison system, it should be somewhere else. We're up in arms. Yeah. However, it's a very lonely place for a parent to be. If the and it, uh, mental health addiction is. Uh, I'm afraid one of these things that does not recognise a class system, does not recognise an area you're living in. And it can be a very lonely place for a parent who is trying to circumnavigate this, this, these, these um, agencies. We, we, we do need a rounded view of this. In a lot of cases, young people who are facing anxiety and who have issues, um, Having one good adult can make a huge difference, and that could be a coach in a football team. It can be a teacher in a classroom. Mm. But we're not giving the training to these people. I mean, look, we hear about trauma, and it's a war now that I'm getting worried about using. Okay. And this trauma-informed piece. Being trauma-informed doesn't mean you know what's going on for the child. Being trauma-informed is to think that each child that into your system may have trauma. Right. We'll, we'll be told that from. But if we start if we start doing that, but the systems have to be in place. Yes, it costs money and you have people oh but there's there's this, there's this, this. I'm not saying there isn't money needed in all the systems. However, if we want to make a change going forward to our society and be a society that that upholds children's rights to education, to health, to play. We need to start doing this at an early age. We need to... It's not just saying to young people, and it drives me mad at times, we're saying to 11 and 12-year-olds, mm-hmm. talk to your friends, what skills have 11 and 12-year-olds got to work with kids who the systems can't work with, who no one is working with, who need psychologists and psychiatrists, who, who need addiction counsellors, who need, who need beds in, in a... If you look at the bed situation for young people with mental health issues, there's more. What is done? Is, is there twenty beds in Cork? That's not. But that, that's not. That's not fitting the amount of children that may need them. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about you know eating disorders. We're talking about self harming, and unfortunately, if you try to go into the hospital system, if you're not, if you take a seventeen year old who has not been in camps, and yeah. you try to access mental health, you have to go through an accident emergency. If they hadn't been with CAMS, even though they're still a child under the definition of a child, they will end up in an adult mental health ward. Now, that's not right. Yeah. It's not right. And many of them, to be fair, Don, never need to to cross the threshold of CAMS. They just need someone to pick up on where they are and and bring them through that. Yes, they do. The majority of young people who win, it's the same. It's the majority of, as I said at the start, we all have mental health. We won't all end up looking to go into the adult mental health service or a children's mental health service. However, if we need it, it ain't there. It isn't there. All the young people, as I said, one good adult, one adult that can sit, understand, understand this child is experiencing something, and sit, build a relationship. We, we, we live... And, and <clears throat> And no doubt your program is, as others have done, we get people in say, Oh, when we were growing up. When we if we did everything that we did when I was growing up, um, we'd be, we'd probably be a safer society. 
We didn't have drugs to turn to. We didn't have mobile phones that are available to be bullied on 24 hours a day. We had more time in, in schools. The classes, we don't have any time in schools. Mm. Teachers were put to the pin of their collar. And you watch it. We're in a period now where young children have to decide in the next couple of weeks they're going to get results of an exam or society says and has been telling them from the day they entered school, mind you, that they must get 625 points. Or their life is, is, their life is done. Not true. Not true. Points, points don't do anything for children. But pressure, pressurizing kids into believing that they all need to be doctors, they all need to be lawyers, we have enough. Yeah. We need to be happy. And they're feeling and they that pressure a long time before leaving 30 year, aren't they, Don? They're starting to do that in, in primary school. Kids, parents are trying to decide, in many cases, where is the best place for my child to get a good leaving, sir? The child is 12, 11, 12, 13. In all fairness, like, we don't know what they, we don't know what they're capable of doing. We don't know what they want to do. The thing about education is, it should be an enjoyable experience. It should be something that allows the child think, enjoy what they're doing in the moment, not because there's any exams coming six years down the line. We should believe children enjoy that. And actually, we should be pointing out to children, the most important thing in life is that you're able to go out there, you're able to engage with your peers, and you're able to be happy. Now, that to me, it's what education should be about. Yeah. Children, every child I've ever met has a passion about something. Sometimes, for lots of different reasons, mental health, other reasons, it's buried deep inside. Mm. We have to find that passion and drive through. But we do need, and we have to have, proper support put in place. We talk about the government, by society to deal with young people or adults who experience a moment in time where they, they're they so sad, they're so, they have so much pain inside that sometimes they decide to take their own life. Yeah. Sometimes they decide to take drugs to medicate the problem. We look at young people taking drugs to, to medicate the pain away, that's self-medication. If they're found with, to, to, with, 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 with drugs, there's every likelihood that they enter the system, a system, yeah. the system, the justice system. It, yeah. That system does nothing, does nothing to help the child. Because what the child has to do is come back out of that system, go back into the system that was causing issues for them. When, do, when does it change? When do we give the child the support it needs to get through that moment in time? And some people, we know this, will live with mental, serious mental health problems the whole of their life. Mm. Tell me, just by closing into mental institutions as we did years ago, and rightly so, what did we put in place? Tell me. We sent, we sent people out into the community and said, oh, they will live and manage in the community. How's that going for a first society? Yeah. How's that going for us? You have to. You cannot leave people and say, yeah. give them two months in the hospital and say, oh, fine, off you go. Well, you the answer to the question you just posed, really, Don, is yes. two words. K. Barrett. And and unfortunately, and I, you know, K has a strong sister there, 
and support from family, not support from where she needs it, mind you, who have brought that to light. However, how many more care barracks have there been in the past? And how many more care barracks will it take before we decide we need to support at an early stage? Not where kids now, and everyone is running around and putting up their hands and saying, it's not our fault, it's not our fault. And the justice system will get blamed for this. However, it's the only system that would take care. And that's Isn't that a bad situation that we have someone dealing with a mental illness and the only system that would take that woman is the justice system? Don, I'll park it there. I'll talk to you all day. Bye. Don O'Leary of the Life Centre and Corks 96 FM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.